0: Gaming the System, the number one podcast for gaming addiction, brought to you by Game Quitters. We use research-backed information to provide you with helpful solutions to gaming disorder, as well as shedding light on some of the most pressing matters in the video game industry every single week. We'll also feature guests who are former gaming addicts and have gone on to game the system, creating a life for themselves outside of the virtual world. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone. Welcome back to episode 21 of Gaming The System. For most of my life, I'd always find myself getting gaming-related gifts Christmas. And I don't know about you, but I always looked for the game box-shaped presents and (laughs) couldn't wait to open it. I'd get given gaming-related magazines or merchandise. It was just a normal life for me. And combine that with the fact that you're not at school for weeks with little homework to do, and at least in the UK anyway, it was pretty damn cold, so it was not like I could go out too often. These things all just come together to create the perfect storm of gaming heaven. So, how do you avoid video games over Christmas? With 2.5 billion gamers around the world, it's become so normalized as a society that oftentimes it's difficult to know what to do and how to avoid it. So, in this episode, I'm going to try and break it down into a few simple actionable steps which will hopefully help you to have a game-free Christmas and even ways that you can create less stress for future holidays by avoiding awkward conversations with family members about what do you want for Christmas? (laughs) The first thing you're going to have to do is commit to not gaming. Now it sounds obvious, but this isn't going to work if you take a half-hearted approach. You need to tell yourself, right, this is going to be my first Christmas without video games. By the end of it, I'm going to have learnt how to do X and Y, I'm going to transform myself into a new person, and I'm not going to let myself fall below the standards that I've set. Without a clear vision in your head of what you want yourself to become in the future, you can't expect to make any real change. This is turning into a self-improvement podcast, but (laughs) it's important to know. People aren't often aware of how much effort it really takes to overcome an addiction, I've been trying for 5 years and I still struggle with relapses. If I could put it in terms of gaming talk, maybe make it a bit more relatable, quitting video games is like beating the final boss of a campaign. You think everything is over, and then you're put right back at the start, where you have to go through the entire game again, but on a harder difficulty. Now you have to deal with attacks from cravings, you're going to have to work harder in every aspect of your life to make improvements. You're constantly having to fight yourself, and the bitter reality is that this time, the campaign doesn't end. But that's what makes it beautiful. The process, the journey, the path, whatever you want to call it, it's what gives you that meaning. It's what spurs you on to work hard every single day. And without that focus, without that commitment to improve yourself, you'll only fall back to your old habits, and you'll be right back where you started, never really making any sizable impact on your life. Got all that? (laughs) Good, the next thing we need to do is make it difficult or next to impossible for you to play video games. If you've already started your journey of quitting gaming, this shouldn't be too much of a problem. Hopefully if you've been following our guide over at gamequitters.com forward slash respawn, then you should have already got rid of your games and block sites such as Twitch. If not, or if you're just trying to avoid gaming for the next month to see what kind of transformational effects it had on your life, Maybe you're a gamer that wants to give it a go, then I'll list some things you can do to help. I mentioned deleting your games, and this is often the most difficult part of the process. It can sound pretty daunting, and is a necessary step for anyone who wants to really conquer their gaming addiction. However, if you're someone that just wants to avoid gaming over Christmas, you might not need to take such a drastic step. What you can do instead is put away your gaming hardware in a closet, give it to a friend or get someone to hide or lock it up uh, lock up some crucial pieces, pieces of your system. For example you can have someone hide away your hard drive or your power cables and then put your games away from sight. Or if you play on PC you could take out your graphics card and get someone to lock it away and look after it. Whatever method you think will work best for you some are more drastic than others, do it as soon as you can. If you do want to delete your accounts like uh, Steam or uh, whatever platform you have it on, we've got some guides over on YouTube and the Game Quitters website, just search for how to delete your Steam account uh, but this will permanently delete all of your video games from Steam. If you struggle with mobile gaming there are a couple of things you can do, such as installing an app blocker on your phone and have someone else lock the app with a password. Uh, there's an app called Site Blocker or BlockSite, I can't Uh, I think it's Blocksite. The Pro version of Blocksite is great for this as it syncs up to your PC, lets you block things like Twitch and Steam, as well as providing uninstall prevention on the app which is huge. You could also try using a phone that's incapable of installing games. I mean if you think about it, what are you going to be using your smartphone for that you can't do with a combination of your PC plus your old phone? Social media? YouTube. If you want to get away from gaming, are these things you really want to be spending your time doing? Probably not. So now that you've prevented access to your games, you're going to have to communicate your goals with your friends and family members. The topic of communication is always a hard one. It can be so difficult to bring up your attentions to people close to you, usually out of fear of looking like an idiot. We usually work ourselves up so much with the outcome that we never actually do it. As a result we have no one to hold us accountable to our goal of quitting gaming and also people will still treat you as a gamer and subsequently buy you gaming presents, discuss video games with you and so on and so forth. It can have wide ranging effects if you decide to stay silent, potentially much worse than you would if you opened up and got vilified for it, which by the way is incredibly unlikely to happen. If you tell your friends and family that you're taking a month off gaming and want them to avoid talking about them and give you gifts, and they reply with insults and abuse, they're probably not people you want in your life, and you should really consider your relationship with them. However, that's not an easy step. Um, I go through it in the last podcast episode. I talk about friends causing relapses. So if that's something you want to dive into a bit more, make sure you go and check that out. But when it comes to actually talking about it, I'd recommend bringing it up in a casual setting. You could say something like, oh, by the way, Um, I think I'm going to try not playing any video games over Christmas. I've been looking at some articles online and I think I could be spending my time more effectively so I thought I'd give it a go. I'd really appreciate it if you could avoid mentioning gaming or anything related to it for a while because I really want to give this a good go and succeed with it. Now it can be difficult to bring this up to your gamer friends, but I've found they're generally pretty supportive especially in more recent times as people are becoming more aware of gaming addiction and mindful of their habits online and their tech use. Just tell them you think you're spending a bit too much time playing and you'd rather spend some more time with your family over Christmas. Tell them that they can still reach you on Messenger or WhatsApp, uh, but you won't be using Discord, for example, which is a really big trigger for a lot of people into relapsing back into gaming. And just mention that you don't really want to discuss any video games with them and that's it that's all you need to do send them a message uninstall discord and you're done and that's it in terms of communication so once you've done all that and set boundaries you're going to have to find things to fill your free time now this is always the most common question we get at game quitters gaming takes up a lot more time than people realize and they're so hopeful about quitting but soon discover they have to fill an extra 20 plus hours a week with something. Not only is it difficult to find new activities but because of the overstimulating nature of gaming anything you try to do will feel boring. That's why so many people relapse. They take up new hobbies but get bored of everything quickly. They're so used to being amazing at something such as video games within a couple of hours of picking it up uh, they're an expert at it, that when they start something that requires real effort with little reward for a long period of time, their brain tells them to go back to gaming as soon as possible. All your brain sees is, how can I get as much dopamine with as little effort? And it'll always go back to gaming because, quite frankly, nothing is as stimulating as playing video games, within reason, of course. So don't be surprised when you quit that your mind is going to be occupied with thoughts of gaming. You probably will even dream about them it's pretty common and what you need to do to overcome it is similar to the first thing I mentioned that's to really commit with 100% determination to make this the best month that you can and really fall in love with developing new skills you have to learn to love the process you have to get comfortable with being terrible at whatever hobby you decide to try out and realize that it's just perfectly normal over time your skills will develop into something incredible But at the beginning it's going to be tough. Like, really tough. It's why we tell people to take 90 days off gaming, to give them the chance to get over the dopamine-dependent brain that they've built up from years of gaming, and to actually make some real progress in new skills. But if you're only doing it over Christmas, it's going to be more difficult to advance as much as maybe you should have. If you have things you want to take up, such as learning a language, an instrument, woodworking, hiking, cooking, working out, etc, then now is the perfect time to do it. You can also go to the Game Quitters hobby tool for more ideas and if you're really stuck, think back to things that you loved doing in the past or perhaps wanted to do when you were younger. It might help you out. But what I like to do is try looking at hobbies in terms of the four needs that gaming fulfills. And these are the need for social connection The need for growth, the need for challenge, and the need for escape. What hobbies can you choose that will take care of these same needs? For example, for challenge and competition, you can get involved with sports. For escapism, look into photography or writing. For growth, you could do instruments or languages. And once you've decided on a bunch of activities, you should write a small goal of the kind of progress you want to make over the holiday. If you're learning Japanese, it might be to learn... Five new letters of hiragana a week, or to learn the entire alphabet, or if it's an instrument, you could try learning a particular favorite song and work every day to progress towards these things. Not only will this give you a concrete target to work towards, but it'll also give you a chance to learn how easily or how difficult it is to actually make progress in a skill. You might surprise yourself by how quickly or even slowly you do it. Then, Once all this is done, it's just a matter of filling your time with learning them. Now obviously you won't be able to spend every minute of every day doing hobbies, you'll definitely get bored. What I'd recommend instead is to spend as much time as you can doing things like exercising, working a job, spending time with other people, work on physical projects or volunteer. Then when you have free time you can go about learning these new skills that you've chosen. Not only will you feel much more fulfilled and lead a much richer life, you'll also be able to avoid the constant decision of what in the world do I do now or I'm so bored I don't feel like doing anything, which will 100% happen. No matter how much you prepare for it, you will always have times where you feel bored and want to go back to gaming. And that's it. That's how you can make this the best game-free Christmas you ever had. You could try writing down how you feel before starting, like your emotions, your mood, your sleep, your productivity, clarity, and then afterwards, in order to reflect on the changes you noticed, do it again and compare, see what's changed. And if you're going to give it a go, let me know by sending an email to me. It's james at gamequitters.com. I'd genuinely love to hear about it. But anyway, thanks for tuning in and don't forget to rate and review the episode if you enjoyed it. It could be your Christmas present (laughs) to me and to Game Quitters, I'd really appreciate it. But until next time, peace. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Gaming the System, the number one podcast on gaming addiction brought to you by Game Quitters. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to share it around to family members, friends, or anyone you think could benefit, and don't forget to leave a review. It's super helpful. Check us out on social at Game Quitters Everywhere, and if gaming addiction is affecting your life, we recommend having a look at our guide on the website. It's gamequitters.com forward slash respawn if you're a gamer, and gamequitters.com forward slash reclaim if you're the parent or loved one of an addict. The important thing is not to lose hope, and remember, real life is always worth fighting for. See you in the next episode.